Hello and welcome to the HEA Book Club. I'm Summer O'Toole. I'm a romance author. With me today as my co-host is Christy from Read Between the Wines. Hello. And our guest today is Samantha from The Smut Hood. Hi. I'm super excited because both these women are really awesome, really kind, supportive to the whole community, and they have started their own book-related businesses to give back to the community even more. So I'm super excited to dive into this. Christy has helped me with Make Me and Hate Me and now Keep Me. Love it! And yeah, okay, so anywho, our intro question, because we are not doing Weekly Hots anymore, is going to be... What is the last thing you read that made you go, I had to get my annotating pen out? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I will go first since I have it pulled up. If you've seen my stories this week, you'll know that I have been reading American Queen by Sierra Simone and losing my ever-loving mind. It is like poetry. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But the one that made me kind of, a lot of the book has made me go, but the one that was most recently on my mind that made me think of this question was when she's about to lose her virginity to Embry. And after he's been going downtown for a while, and then he comes up and he just, like, grabs a condom from the drawer and is, I need. And that's it. He, like, is he says, quote, I need. He said in a trembling voice, that was all. Not I need you, not I need to fuck, just need. The honest primal nature of it took my breath away. And I mean, took my brother away too. <laughs> That's so, hot. Have y'all read this book? Or this series? I haven't. I haven't either. <gasps> y'all, I I'm like so good. So I'm notoriously really bad at reading. That's <laughs> shame. <laughs> Period. <laughs> reading like one book at a time or mm. finishing a book, even getting twenty percent into a book before I switch gears. But I made it halfway through this book in three days, which is revolutionary. Dang. That's great. That's the MF, right? Yes. It's- yes. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. It's very like it's it's so it's a retelling of King Arthur, which I don't know that story, so <laughs> that's kind of irrelevant to my reading experience. But it kind of reads like a modern fairy tale with like love at first sight and like the prince that got away and very like whimsical-ish. Ooh. Is it a three book series or is that just one? I believe it's three books and there's a few like novellas with side characters. Oh, that's fun. Big fan. (laughs) (laughs) Duly noted. Putting that on my TBR. Yes. Christy, what made you drop your draw? Draw, draw, draw yep. my drawers. Well, I mean, if we're getting, <laughs> hey yo, did you drop my drawers? <laughs> I can't say it even. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a phrase that should be used like in conversation. No, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, it should just be like jaw dropped and then yes, leave it in a comment online. <laughs> jaw drop. I am reading the arc for Lucy Smoke for Burn with Me right now. It is a college enemies to lovers, slight bully romance where their parents get married. They just meet right after their parents get married. He wants to destroy her, yada, yada. But of course, the destroying is like now obsession. And the scene I read literally last night was he took her to a piercing party. 
one of that his best sound friends very sanitary. <laughs> they talk about it. One of his best friends hosts a piercing party at this tattoo shop and he brings a bunch of women and they pierce each other and it's nothing's up to code but the they pay him off and yada yada. So he takes her into a private room and she sees all the stuff laid out and she's not piercing me and he goes, "Right, you're piercing me." And he sticks his tongue out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she's like, I can't do this. And he's like, you are going to do it. There is no choice. You're doing it. I thought he was going to be sticking something else out. I was kind of relieved. It was just the I tongue. don't know if he would risk that biscuit, right? Can't pee ever again. But he literally just sticks his tongue out. And she's, you know what? Fuck it. This guy has caused me. He was tormenting her for a while. At this point, it's progressing. And she takes the forceps or whatever it is and clamps down on his tongue and pierces it. And then he's like, now you have to clean it off, baby. And she picks up a bottle of vodka, puts it in her mouth, takes a swig, and cleans it off by spitting in his mouth. <laughs> oh, okay, that'll do it. <laughs> Pardon? There's a lot going on here. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of, like, counterproductive, like, crisscrossing mm-hmm. of sanitizing it, but you're putting it into your own mouth. <laughs> and then, of course, Same. they make out right after. And then she's, this can't be good for him. And he's, I'm in pain, but I don't care. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure your tongue like swells up. Yeah. And then he sure rips does. off her shirt and pierces her nipples. Uh, of course. And it's a piercing party. <laughs> uh, but like when I was reading it the way R- Lucy wrote it, I was like, how am I turned on by pain? I'm like, I am living for this. That was good. Yeah. I feel like mine's not going to go in depth. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I only got so in depth because I literally read it last night. So it's in my brain. It's the last thing I read before I went to bed. Okay. So basically, when I read The Blood We Crave by Monty, there, this is, and it's really not anything crazy, but it was just like, oh my God, what's, I can't believe it. But he was getting her off. I don't remember exactly because I read this a while ago, like what was happening. But she gets off and she looks down and all of a sudden, she's wait what and like he came in his pants just by getting her off and I was like okay (laughs) I like I think I fell in love with him like in that moment nothing too crazy yeah but that's so hot it's so hot okay that was literally like the page before (laughs) one that I read to you (laughs) you're like hold on like literally the page before I love that you have the book and you're like (laughs) (laughs) it's my new bible he's like fuck i'm gonna come just like this humping you like a teenager what is it with right it kills me yeah same oh and then his hips moving against the mattress as he ate me as he mindlessly fucked the bed with his face in my pussy so needy and desperate for contact and friction super cute yeah i need to read it (laughs) so We don't ask for much, but... No, just fuck the bed, bro. That's all I want. Why are you not humping the bed, please? Yeah, jeez. Then it's nice for you, because then you don't have to get him off. He did it himself. (laughs) Even better. Even better. Yeah. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I have a scene sort of-ish like that planned for book four. Poor Christy is, ma'am, I barely got you through plotting with book three. We are not on book four yet. Our, the book three plotting, I think, was one of my favorites I've ever done with you. I'm not gonna lie, it was great. So it's good to hear that other people have a weird fascination with dudes humping the mattress because yeah. they're just so into you and yeah. eating you out. Yeah. Just humping the air is even better. Like, I mean, it can't, 
It can't feel good with a zipper, right? Well, something gets him off. Some rich for his rib, rib for his pleasure. I don't know. Yeah, I go to this coffee shop every morning, and there's this old guy who comes there, and he has two dogs, Charlie and Pumpkin. They're both like old dachshunds. And usually, like when he's inside ordering, Charlie will be barking, and he'll stick his head out and be like, "Charlie, no barking, Charlie." And then. Usually, when Charlie starts humping Pumpkin, he notices and also starts being like, Charlie! But today, he did notice, and I was just like, can we stop this? You're like, am I supposed to break this up? I I can't even speak on the humping dogs. Oh, that's great, though. Am I crying? From something actually hot to something like not hot. Range. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yep. Circle it back. Okay, Christy. Yeah. Last time we had you on, mm-hmm. you were still doing your TikTok thing, Instagram thing, but that has now grown into a consulting business as well. Yes. Yes. So I want to hear about how that decision kind of happened and maybe one of the like most surprising things that has come out of it or a delightful like unexpected thing yeah yeah absolutely it would have been the spring of last year so spring of 22 amy dawes slid into my dms and was like hey i am working with writing my next book last on the list and i need some help on x y and z would you be willing to like hear me out and i was like sure absolutely let's do it whatever and i thought it was just going to be like little things like should it take place in the winter like things that I don't know I just didn't know what it was and she would just send me voice message after voice message and I would give my opinion like no that wouldn't work what about this and we just bounced ideas off of each other for weeks and weeks just here and there and it ended up coming together really well and she was able to write last on the list and I was like this was the most fun I had doing something in a really long time. Like I hadn't felt, yes, TikTok and Instagram, it gets me excited and I love doing what I do, but it was like a spark that I didn't know existed, if that makes sense. It's like a high. And, yeah. And Amy's, you should really look into doing this more. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. What do you mean? Look into doing what more? Like I didn't even know what book plotting or developmental editing, whatever you want to call it, was at the time. I was just like, okay, like maybe. And then I had one of my favorite authors of all time, reach out to me in June asking if I would work alongside of her as like social media and admin and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I will. And I realized I needed some sort of way of maintaining income. And I was like, I could just do it this way or that way. And I was like, but I've wanted to do this. I wanted to do book plotty more. And it was kind of the push I needed to create my LC. And then it just kind of started. I started it quietly in June and July 15th, I was like, you know what? I'll just test the waters. I'll post one little post on Instagram saying, this is what I have. I, my goal was to get, I think I said three or four appointments within the first two months. Like it was my goal just to get random people. I booked up for a month and a half, but like in a week. And I just remember like crying because I'm like, what is this? And then it's kind of expanded from there. So I started with doing just book plotting and social media consultations. And then I have broadened it now to doing more like helping authors write their content for TikTok. So they send me scenes or books and I help write their content because they're they're busy people and they don't know 
what scenes are good and whatnot, whatever, yada, yada. So yeah, it's definitely expanded. I'm looking to add, I'm in works, hopefully, knock on wood, to add another consultant to the team so that there can just be more availability. And it's just, I mean, it's just crazy. There's the doors that have opened from this is, it's very silly to say, but all because of a little app I made a video on two years ago has led me to making a decision about leaving my nine to five and doing this full time. So that's, I think the most special thing to me is like, I get to now do what I love in the romance community. And I'm meeting all these authors. I get to hang out with you. I get to hang out with all these really cool authors. And be- I don't think I'm on that list. Oh, you're a part of that <laughs> no. list, Summer. Okay. But like, you, like in general, like I get to meet all these authors and build these connections and relationships. I've had authors come to me that I'm working with now because their author friend told their author friend who told them and now they really had to get an appointment. I'm like, what is life? It's just really cool and it's really awesome to see the authors that have helped me grow and kind of give that feedback. I feel like I'm finally at the spot where I'm like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be doing. Like it took 33 years here to get here, but this is it. So I'm just, I'm really excited. It's crazy. It's overwhelming at times, but not to be cliche, it really is a like a dream come true. I love that so much for you. And (laughs) you said it's like crazy to think that this is all because you like opened up a silly little app. Mm -hmm. But it has so much more to do with like you and like what you bring to the table than the app. Like sure, maybe that's what kickstarted all of it. But it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have happened without like your unique personality and skill set that has just like it's helped me a lot I know it's how many other people I mean last on the list did it hit did last on the list hit number one I don't think last on the list did the I think it hit top five I want to say but the one I did do that helped and the hit number one was tempt by Melanie Harlow and that was like a really cool moment for me because I helped plot the plus size character in that for her so it was really cool I love that so much yeah thank you been fun it's crazy so are you doing this full-time now or is that I mean if you know me in real life no you don't (laughs) I have made a decision I will be doing this (sighs) full-time that is oh my god I absolutely (laughs) love when people leave their jobs to do something that's like a passion project yeah I'm really excited it's I literally made the decision today I had it's been in the works but I needed like x y and z to line up and today was the final nail in the coffin shall they say so I think March will be my last month as a nine-to-fiver. Oh, my gosh. I, okay, I'm just so excited. I just start crying right now from the anxiety. <laughs> You're doing really great. <laughs> Everything's fine. I just, I need health care, but it's cool. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, healthcare. I aged out of my parents' insurance. Mm-hmm. The big two-six. Congrats. Um... So just kidding. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it costs so much. Oh my gosh, it's so um, much. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to move to Canada. <laughs> right? You take me with you, please. <laughs> I'm like, Canada's literally 20 minutes from my house because I live right outside of Detroit. So like, you just drive over a bridge and I'm in Canada. I was like, it'd be kind of easy just to go. Wait, and- could you just go to all your doctor's appointments there? I think that's a stupid question because you're like, still an American citizen but do they check that <laughs> feeling they feeling. look at your ID they may ask for like social security for Canada I don't know I can look into it yeah fair fair <laughs> please do and just yeah. let us know yeah we can all just have a little 
Smut Den in Canada. Fine. <laughs> I'm with it. So. Yep. Fair. I love that. And... Sam, uh, Mantha. I keep wanting to call you Sam. <laughs> Sam, sm- Sam, Mantha. <laughs> I don't know if it's like one of those things where like, oh, people call me Sam, or oh, I. It's... Okay, Christy calls me ass crack, so it's absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> Wait, who's like George or Henry or Bruce? I'm Bruce. Okay. I'm Bruce. <laughs> Okay. I'm Bruce. She's ass crack. There's a story. Okay, I'll tell you the story real fast. You can cut this out if this is stupid. But I had Samantha's name in my phone as Samantha TikTok, and she said, "I'm gonna sound nuts." Yeah, you are. She said, "How could you have that as my last name?" And I said, "I don't know because I wanted it. That's when I met you. You were Samantha TikTok." And she goes, "Change it." I said, "What do you want to change it?" At? She goes, "Anything but TikTok." So I changed it to Samantha Ass Crack. So, like, I was in the car with my brother driving, and I had my, like, Apple Play going, and my brother's like, who is Samantha Asscrack, and why is she texting you so much? Because it kept popping up on my screen. I was like, oh, my God. So, in turn, she started calling me Bruce. No, that is not why I called you Bruce. <laughs> oh, really? No. But you called you Bruce. Bruce because of how fast you type. Oh, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> Forgot about that. Anyways. Because, like, we FaceTime way too much. Anyway, so she'll be on there, and she'll be like, hold on one second. And then all of a sudden, it's like... (laughs) I guess I type really fast. So every single time, she's like, okay, Bruce. (laughs) So now every time we FaceTime each other, I like, if she answers, I'll be like, ass crack. She'll be like, Bruce. That's just all we say. So we love each other. I can see, like, a sitcom or podcast coming out of this. (laughs) Ass crack and Bruce. (laughs) Ass crack and Bruce. The AB podcast. I love it. That'd be great podcast. I love it. Yeah. Anyways, so Samantha, <laughs> tell us how you got started. Tell us how you got started. Oh, I don't even know. Really, TikTok. It's very similar. I started posting on TikTok in 2021. I met Brittany in, I don't know, somewhere along the way. And we would always joke, oh, we should just make a Facebook group. We should just make a Facebook group for books. And so we just did it one day. It was August or July, we decided. And we launched it. And we had a goal for us to hit a thousand people in the group in December of 2021. I think we hit 10K in that December. Yeah. That's and awesome. it just kind of took off from there, really. We're going to hit 100K probably next month. So I started with that. And then we started doing the Smuthood Tours. And that really came from the group. We had authors. We had one author in particular who was like, I want to work with you guys. What can we do? How can we do it? And we were very present on TikTok at the time. And we were like, let's start trying to figure out some sort of tour system on TikTok. Give books out. People can start promoting them. And it kind of just went from there. We started in author group so it's the smudhood author group and we started like promoting them in there and then the authors came together and they started doing author things like talking about author things in there and <laughs> it's really how it happened and here we are gonna launch merch in the next few months for the smudhood and oh yeah about damn time <laughs> i know christy's been telling us for <laughs> a long time <laughs> i feel sense. and i could be wrong but i feel like your tour system is like starkly different 
than other like PR blog Tory sort of things. So it's different in the way that we present it to the people on our team. We Mm -hmm. ask for their favorite tropes. And when we send out the interest form for it, we send it out to people like the authors will give us their tropes for their book and we'll send it out to the people who match with those tropes so that there's less people DNFing the book. They're kind Mm -hmm. of getting a more close fitted choice of books. Yeah. And does everybody create their own content or do you do like blitzes like Mm -mm. with the same stuff? Nope. They come up with their own things. They can create edits on Instagram, on TikTok. They can talk about the book. They can create aesthetic videos, all sorts of different things. But it's very much their own thing because it's their platform. So we don't want to dictate what gets put out there for them. Yeah, I really like that idea. Yeah. And that's really it. We don't require reviews or any of that like on Amazon or Goodreads or all that. Just on those platforms, Instagram and TikTok. That's awesome. Do you guys do, and you do like new releases, but then also kind of like backlist, backlist, like Mm -hmm. victory laps. (laughs) (laughs) Victory laps. I love that. Yep. Yep. We do it all. And we give the team two weeks to review or read and promote. And that's, yeah, we do also series. So if, an author has an, a series for the same couple, they can come to us and we'll have the team. They agree to it. They'll start posting for one book and then they'll do it for like the next book when it comes out and the next book until it ends. And That's great. <laughs> yeah. What's been like the most surprising thing about it? The tours? Yeah. Or just the whole journey, journey. the Facebook group, the, uh, something you didn't expect that you're like, this is pretty dope. I think in the Facebook group, it's the community and just how non-judgmental it can be. People are very much comfortable there and they feel like they can kind of talk about anything they want to and ask for recommendations. And there will be many times where they're like, in real life, if you know me in real life, no, you don't like earlier. <laughs> um, because I guess it's something that they feel like they can't talk about with their real life family and friends but they feel very comfortable in the group to do it and I absolutely love that and I'm just so proud of the smut hood and like how we did it and where we're at it's probably one of my biggest accomplishments that may sound silly but it's it's almost at 100k like that's insane yeah it's so engaged like it's really active it's really like you said supportive yeah people can come on there and be like I read this book where the H eats a hot dog and the capital H like dreams about it the next day and then they go on a long walk in the park and then he kidnaps her whole family. Like, <laughs> does anybody know the title? Have a recommendation. Yeah. yeah. And they not only know the title, yep. but they know three other books that have yes. that same David <laughs> trope. And it's it's better than Google. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah. My favorite is when you go into those posts and people have started creating like following dots. And so like they'll put them in the comment section. They're like, don't mind me. I'm just here. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> watching. Just waiting yeah. for the books to start coming. It's hysterical. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's nice that you created like a safe space for people because I feel like even on TikTok and Instagram and BookTok, like whatever you want to say, it is a safer space, but it's still open 
to anyone getting on like the wrong side of TikTok and the wrong side of Instagram. So it's nice that you have that community that like you have it. And plus, I know that you guys really uphold your rules. So if someone steps out of line, they're they gone. So it's just nice to be able to. I know when I open up that Facebook page, like I'm just going to get smut wrecks and fun memes. And it's just like a an uplifting smutty place to be. It's a nice little escape, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I love it there. (laughs) (laughs) On the note of, like, crazy off-the-wall wrecks, what are some of the most, like, bonkers niche, like, slash niche romances y'all have read recently? The Blood We Crave by Monty J. (laughs) That's probably out there. He's just a straight up, he's the son and the protege of a serial killer, and he feels nothing. There's just nothing there. And she stalks him. So. Yeah, and she stalks him. Yep. Yeah. So, pretty much the story of the Blood We Crave is her mother was murdered right in front of her when she was just a kid. She was hiding in the closet. Mommy got stabbed. And she came out to check on mommy. Why do I keep saying mommy? That's very weird. But she comes out to check on mom. <laughs> mommy! She comes out. <laughs> she comes. I love the idea of this, like, woman who's grown up and is just like, mommy was in the I, Mommy! <laughs> mommy! Mommy! I was in the closet and mommy was out there. <laughs> mommy was getting murdered. That's terrible. So terrible. Anyway, she goes out to check on mom and the killer had walked out of the room and sent his son in to try to find her. Lyra the young girl to kill her too and instead of him finding her he protects her and he tells her to get in the closet and don't make a sound and she immediately becomes obsessed with him so I think she bounced around was it foster homes for a little bit and then when she gets a little bit older she starts stalking him and then they end up at the same college of course of course of course so are they the like similar age and they're the same age, yeah. Yeah. And does how does she know who he is? Did the serial killer dad get caught? She's the yeah. reason the dad went to jail. Oh. Yes. Yes. And it's, it left it's off a on a cliffhanger. <laughs> it sure did. It's a duet. It's a duet. Oh. Yeah. It'll come out. I think the next one comes out in April, but we're not counting down timer <laughs> other than that the only thing i've really read that's kind of in a little out of pocket was the oh, the title mave black's cupid oh novella stupid cupid, stupid cupid. Mm-hmm. yeah it's cupid and a dragon santa claus <laughs> that's because what, of course <laughs> yes yeah clearly yeah it's a it's a dragon santa claus who has a jacob's ladder <laughs> his tongue pierced his eyebrow pierced and then cupid who doesn't think love is real but he gives love away, and then the dragon Santa is a dom, and he tops Cupid. He you shows that. him that love's real. It's <laughs> like exactly. I'll let you know. I tried to explain that to one of my friends. I was like, "Well, I mean, it's a dragon <laughs> Santa," and they're like, "You lost me." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess that makes sense." But it's so good. Those yeah. covers are so stinking cute. Aren't oh my they? god, they're so pretty. And I really wanted the first one. What's it called? Dear Monster like, Claus. Dear Monster Claus. Dear Monster. She pulls it up. But 
Oh, yes. It's so stinking cute. But it's I so cute. hate mint. So, like, the idea of jizz-flavored mint, I'm just like... <laughs> jizz-flavored mint or mint-flavored jizz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I hate the idea of jizz-flavored mint. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Just popping a jizz flavored mint. <laughs> My bad. Salty, a little musky, but <laughs> that's when you really get the burst of salt on your tongue. <laughs> oh my god! Just... Never mind. I'm not even gonna say this. <laughs> oh my god! Y'all know what's so funny is. I actually may have talked about this on the podcast before. I guess I'm running out of funny things. But <laughs> I did a, like, dick survey for to send to my friend's husbands. Because, as some people may or may not know, I've been with my girlfriend for seven years. We actually just had our anniversary. Oh, um, happy anniversary. anniversary. Thank you. Dicks are, like, a distant, fading memory. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, same here. Same here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're going to be like, I regret the day I asked both of them to be on the podcast. Fabulous. <laughs> it's not for a lack of trying. But... Cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> sorry. So oh, you, you sorry. Said... So sorry. <laughs> but one of the things, because like anybody who's ever read a romance novel knows that like pre-com is like on every other page for yeah. some reason if i leaked in my pants or i put the salty tip with the first on your tongue whatever <laughs> anywho so one of my questions was like pre-com is it a is it a thing that y'all actually notice do you feel it is it like do you know what's happening and pretty much all of them were like i guess maybe i could feel it <laughs> if it was like my pants were kind of wet but like it's you don't notice it's really happening Weird. it's totally it's not like a since it's not like a sensation that they're like oh yeah leak it in my damn <laughs> <laughs> baby <laughs> but you know what i mean one of the <laughs> oh no oh no you gotta say it you gotta say it from that reaction alone <laughs> one one of the questions was like explain the differences like in sensation between a blowjob and like vaginal intercourse hmm. and <laughs> I can't wait for this answer I can't wait Some... for it somebody said <laughs> oh no intercourse usually involves less teeth <laughs> usually usually but <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I hope so. I really hope so. Oh, that's so like, that was helpful. Good to know. Good to know. I love that you can ask them these questions. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It was wives were the couriers. I wasn't just mm. like hitting them up, being like, "Yo, tell me about that." Yo, dick. tell me about your free cum. Yeah, how's that leaking dick? Yeah. 
Does it feel nice when it happens? Scale of one to ten, like a happy face and a sad face. Can you? Does it feel like you peed yeah. your pants? Or yeah. you <laughs> Do you regret not putting on those depends? That not depends. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's hysterical. Anywho, so that's what I do as a romance author. <laughs> and see. <laughs> what is that? That kind of reminds me. There's been always so many like ridiculous things that you Google or research. <clears throat> like the fact that I know that Jacob's Ladder is not that little wooden toy mm. that you used to play with. And that I can name like five other dick penises. Dick piercing. <laughs> oh, I was like. I was like, wow, okay. That's new to me. I didn't know. <laughs> Let me just Google that. Okay. Yeah. Dick penises. <laughs> or like, where's the best place to get stabbed and not die, mm. etc. Um, your FBI agent must love you. What are some of your guys' like, moments where you've been like, I can't believe this is my job? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to ask us what we've Googled. And I was like, nope. Or that too. I mean... <laughs> How much time do we have? I think it's, for my job at least, like, in book plotting, I still think it's absolutely hilarious that I get paid to come up with sex scenes. Like, I know with romance writers, open door, that's what they're doing. But there's been authors that are just like, so I'm going to have them kiss, but I don't know what to have them next. And I'll be like, he needs to grab her throat and then rip her shirt off and then throw her on the ground aggressively, but not too aggressive. So she doesn't get her. And then I sit there. I'm like, if you would have told me five years ago that I would talk about him pulling out and splurting his cum all over her and painting her body with it and get paid hourly to do that, I would have laughed in your face. It's, br- it's a brilliant. I mean, like, I feel like you're like kind of pulling this epic long con like you've tricked the universe Mm -hmm. and been like i mean it is deserving of money i'm not saying that it's deserving a lot of money (laughs) because i bar you from never working with me ever again (laughs) that's it done i actually though am very against the idea of in order to be successful you have to be like grinding or miserable at your job yeah so That's not what I mean. Also, I don't know if I'm the only romance author, you can probably answer this, that has trouble t- talking fully about the sex scenes. And you're like, and then they just put in the deep beep. Yep. They, nope. You are not the only author that has trouble with it. Because there's a lot that just, they know they have to and they enjoy writing it, but talking it out, they're just kind of like, I mean, we don't have to talk about sex. You have that settled. Like, we can move on to the next one. It's funny because it's like, I have some authors that are like, laid back and just will say whatever on the calls and I'm just like oh yeah and then yeah you have others I have to like kind of pull it out of them but like I've worked with an author who primarily was a clean romance author until now this year and I helped plot and it was just "Mm, gotta give me a little bit more that's technically still kind of clean let's move on so it's fun just to see the difference of authors and in general I think like the mafia darker romance authors tend to be more like then he chokes her and slaps her in the face with his dick. Like, they're just very open a little bit more. And you kind of have to be, but yeah. Yeah. True. Makes me laugh. <laughs> and then, obviously, he's fucking with her gun. Yeah, clearly. Because we don't have to care about safety. No. And it, we're like, obviously, that's the next step in whatever just happened. Taco night usually ends with. <laughs> exactly. Don't need to use his cockpenis. We have a gun. It's fine. 
I remember, like, the first scene I wrote with, like, kind of a dick. I was so scandalized. It was, like, it was in my first book, obviously, but it's, like, a he has a knife to her throat and he's behind her. Mm-hmm. And I talk about, I, like, hint at his, like, boner. And I was like, oh! <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. I was like, I'm talking about a dick. (laughs) (sighs) Anywho, how times have changed. My grandma's read my book, so I'm never going to go to any family gatherings ever again. That's amazing. She was so funny. She's so sweet. She also, she's read my first three books, the historical romances, and they're like much more tame. I've gotten over family reading them. But this one, I was like, for Make Me, I was like, mm-hmm. you just can't. I, I can't be having this. And she was like, okay, like, I love your writing, but I'll respect your wishes. And then a few weeks later, my mom's like, oh, did you hear Chicky is reading your book? And I was like, did, like, Aunt Kiernan get it for her? What happened? She's like, oh, no, I sent it to her. She really wanted to read it. And I was like, so she called me, left a voicemail, and was like, I finished your book. It took me a little bit longer to get through. I just, I don't know where you get these ideas for your plot. (laughs) Such a good Um, grandma answer. So when I finally called her back, she was like, no, you don't have to worry about me. Listen, you've known, like, some of them. I've told you a little bit about my past, which is nothing crazy. I mean, she didn't go into detail, but I can maybe extrapolate. And she's like, and Papa Bear, he was a, the, a little bit of the racy one. And what's that boy in Greece? He was kind of like him. I was like, okay. Stop. I think it was like Danny, what's his name? Yeah. Danny. Almost a Danny DeVito. And I know that's I not right. say Danny DeVito too. What's Danny? Zuko. Zuko. Zuko, right? Yeah, Danny's. Yeah. Yeah. I was a Greece fan. I love Grease. I saw and it in play in Broadway so cool. or wherever it was. <laughs> Look at you go. I just totally railroaded that conversation. Samantha, <laughs> what are some things that you've Googled or paused and been like, this is real life? We got a post in the group and someone was asking for a specific Rex. And if we don't know, because I have a few moderators on the team, if we don't know what it is, we have to find out what it is before approving it because we just... Make sure everything's good. The wreck was for snowballing. <laughs> Does anyone know what this is? And they're like, no, I've never heard of this before. I done learned that day. <laughs> yes. It is made oh my rounds. goodness. <laughs> so there's been a few of those in the group. There was another one. I can't remember what it was, though. I was like, oh, my gosh. i don't know if you saw if you follow on on tiktok she's huge i mean she's got almost like a million followers someone had commented on one of her videos about a book where he leaves the tip in and just his tip and he falls asleep so Mm. it's cock warming i guess and eamon's like reaction because she reads romance but i don't think she reads like hardcore stuff she was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and the amount of stitches of that video I saw of book talkers being like, oh, there's this one and this one and this one and this one. And, this. and I was like, God damn, I'm writing all these down. But it was amazing because you have this line of all these people being like, that's so gross. And then all of us were like, if you do like it, check out. the." It was just, I love those moments. Same. <laughs> They're good. There's something that's so, like, paradoxical about 
the fact that all of these random strangers on the internet know about my fictional kinks Mm -hmm. or what turns me on and Mm -hmm. I can't what is it's like hey you're you like when they spin her mouth here's a book (laughs) rec same Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have one so one time me and Christy were live on TikTok and we were we were talking about what did we call them feet vaginas yeah and my dad happened to be scrolling on his TikTok and saw the live as we were talking about vajangles. It is a foot. It is a foot where mm-hmm. the top of the ankle is open so a man can fuck it. Yeah. He could just, just in that foot. Just think <laughs> of a shoe and just like, whoop. You yeah. Just put in this, was the, now. this was the shoe. <laughs> this was the shoe and this was the pee-pee. It's a little angled so it'd be more like this. Yeah. But it goes up the shin I or into the foot. I love the sound effects right now. <laughs> it's the it's the ankle into the arch of the foot. Yeah, you can paint the toenails on it. You sure can. Yeah, not easily cleanable. I don't think. Oh wait, this isn't like something in a book. This is like a real. This thing. is like a real yeah. life. What men use when they have foot fetishes. So wait, my dad. Like- my dad saw that live. <laughs> yep. He did. He didn't know who I was then. He does now. Yep. Wait, so it's like a foot flashlight. Yes. Yes. 100%. But yes. unlike a... I actually have never had a flashlight, so I don't know. But I don't know how you clean those either. I don't understand. I don't know if you can flip the foot inside out. I think they come apart. Oh, okay. I think some Maybe of them at least come pop apart. the toes off. The jankle, I'm not so sure. But Yeah. Oh, the flashlight comes... Yeah. This one just... It was... We were Googling them on... I don't know how that live did not get taken down, but... Yeah. yeah. They probably thought you were genuinely talking about, like, shoe fashion. Yeah, no, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was, that was a wild time. Jafar in Desperate Measures, though, by Katie Robert. You guys Ooh. read that one? I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Okay. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Literally five pages in, I was like, he's my new all-time book boyfriend. Ooh, I love this. He literally, like, kills in the first two pages. He, like, kills her dad and it's their mind now. And she's, no, what? And he's, okay, run. Try to make it to the front door. Run through this giant palace of yours and I'm going to chase you. And if you make it to the front door, you're free. But if you don't, you're mine. And she, she runs. Doesn't. She doesn't make and it. And she doesn't make it. No. Yay! <laughs> and we're, like, that. on page five and <sighs> it's a very good book. My dog is being needy right now. <laughs> Hello. Oh, come on. What is on can... the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> is it Capone like Al Capone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been to Alcatraz? No. I have. So fun. It's so cool. I went last summer, I think. It was maybe like the second or third time I've gone because I grew up near it. But there was a book from like a former prisoner who like wrote a book about it and he happened to be doing like a signing that day and I was like waiting in line and then it was like taking a long time and Gabby was like the book's like already signed like you bought I bought a signed copy from the bookstore 
and she was like like what do you is there like is there something you want to ask him like in particular we're about to miss the next ferry back and we'll be stuck here for another hour and I think all I wanted to ask him was like would you have ever thought when you were a prisoner here Mm -hmm. like that you would now be back like signing books about it which it could I could have gotten a cool answer but it most likely would have just been like no, that was, I would never have thought it. Like, I waited an hour for this. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the ferry for this. <laughs> yeah, so we ended up leaving. Now you'll never know. Now I'll never know. He, honestly, he might even talk about it in his book. I don't know, because I also haven't read it. <laughs> that makes it ten times better than you didn't know, even it really read does. it. does. I know. To support him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Alcatraz is just crazy. It seems like otherworldly ish. Yeah. I was going to say something before that. Can't remember, so it must not have been that important. <laughs> cool. Well, let's wrap up. Okay. Lately, our questions have been, again, on the fly. The wrap up question of this one, this episode, is going to be what is an author that had been like, like a dream or a goal to work with and it happened? I am a huge fan of Megan Brandy, and I am going to be going to a Polycon as her assistant in <gasps> April. Yeah. That's so cool. That is, that's like way cooler than just being like, <laughs> I emailed her once. I emailed her Like, she liked my photo. <laughs> not that I was gonna not that I expected you to have that or Well, never mind, I won't say mine then. No, I'm just kidding. I just like sh- like I just ramble and it usually goes downhill and I'm like that I didn't even mean that. <laughs> I loved it. That's great. Oh, that's really cool. But that is super cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I was quite surprised when I got the message. I was like, hell yes, I'm in. <laughs> I don't even know why you're asking. That is so cool. Yeah. I think in-person events would be so fun. Have you guys been to them? Just Vegas, Vegas. for me. Mine and was that was overwhelming. The whole time. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, was... you were. Socially overwhelmed. That's <laughs> it was I... a lot. It was a it lot was, to take in. Yeah. I ran... When we, the signing, so I loved the experience. The signing itself, I was like so overwhelmed. I ran behind Sarah Kate's table, chugged the white claw, and I was like, "I'm out," <laughs> and I was gone. That was true statement. She was gone. Yeah, yep. left. Couldn't do it. <laughs> but the bars were fun. Yeah, yeah, the bars were fun. Yeah, I mean, Vegas seems like a great location. It was, and it was really cool to see all your favorite, some of your favorite authors, like just yeah. chilling. Like, yeah. Devney Perry bought me a shot, and I was like, Devney Perry, Devney Perry (laughs) just bought me an alcoholic beverage. Like, it's just, you don't, it's so weird. And, like, we ate dinner with, like, Kate, and I'm like, this is just, this is unreal. And it was just really cool to get to mingle and chat as people and not author book talkers. I felt like we were more (laughs) just, like, hanging out. But it was so overwhelming. Like, the lines for for the signings, and it was overwhelming. Yeah. I agree with that statement. Yeah. But it's a good time. Yeah. Doing it again, so I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I talked her into it going the first time and I talked her into it going the second time. You can't see me, but I am rolling my eyes. <laughs> I dread her. I literally the day before I was like, I don't want to come. She's like, I will 
come to your house. I will find you and I will make you go. I was like, <laughs> it was awful. I just thought it was awful. <laughs> No. It's okay. You have a re- redemption round coming. Oh yeah. Now this year I'm like going 18 <laughs> signings practically, so I'm like I can't. I was about to say you're uh, literally going to all of them. Anywho, for me, my one of my favorite authors of all time is Melanie Harlow, and she's the author that reached out to me back in June. So I've been working with her for seven, eight, nine months, whatever it is. I'm working with her in admin stuff, social media stuff, book planning with her, and I'm getting to go be her admin for wild and windy and then what's the one book bonanza and it's just really cool i was telling samantha like after melanie and i at the beginning it was very professional or whatever and it still is professional don't get me wrong but we're now friends as well and i'm like i'm texting melanie harlow like, this is weird this is like melanie harlow there's always just this pedestal that you have like your favorite authors on right and she's fucking hilarious and she's just so supportive so it's really cool to have her in my corner and then outside of her I would have to say I got to work with HD on does it hurt a little bit and I beta read for her and have helped her with some stuff and I think that to me is still that mind boggles me that she like knows who I am and like I know she is (laughs) I have her number and she has mine it's just it's in general like pretty much every author but I think those were the two that were like holy shit that is so awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for both y'all. I'm so excited to hear that you're leaving your nine to five. Samantha, I didn't even ask if you're leaving your nine to five, if you're in a nine to five, if you have already left it. Did last year. Yeah. But, okay. Epic. I'm like <laughs> having a whole like wedding toast for Christine and you're like old news. Samantha's already done. She's like, I've been there, done that. That's fine. <laughs> This was super fun. I had a blast. This is just great. Anyways, thank you guys for joining me. And to our readers, see you next week. And happy reading. Thanks for having me. And see. Fuck all of you. (laughs) Are you recording? (laughs)